0: Hello and welcome to Business Lines Podcast. I'm your host Hari Priya, tech reporter for the publication. In today's episode, we will be discussing India's ambitious plans for the semiconductor industry and how important is the development of the talent landscape to fuel this push. To give us more insights on this topic, I have with me today Jaya Jagdish, country head of AMD India and the chairperson of Semicon Talent Building Committee, a team set up by Government of India as a part of the Indian Semiconductor Mission. Thank you so much for joining us today, ma'am. Thank you. Ma'am, to begin with, uh, could you give us uh, your view on the efforts India is making towards becoming a semiconductor hub? Uh, We are trying to get global companies to invest in India and we are offering incentives as well. Do you think these kind of moves are a great start and where do you think this will lead us going forward? Absolutely. I mean, uh,
1: this is a great time to be part of the semiconductor industry. And, you know, after so many years, after spending almost two and a half decades in the industry, I finally feel we are at the right time, at the right place. So the emphasis Uh, that India, not just India, the whole world is putting to strengthen the semiconductor ecosystem is huge. But India has a lot of potential, right? The first thing is, of course, the talent is the base that forms the base of any industry and for the semiconductor industry as well. The talent availability is something that that's Uh, extremely important. And India has a very unique advantage uh, of this talent availability. We have more than about half a million engineering graduates coming out year after year. Uh, And the government is extremely conducive in in growing the semiconductor industry by offering many incentives that have been uh, pursued by many startups and also industries. And India has truly become a hub for most semiconductor industries uh, around the world so if you see the design sector which really started about two decades ago the growth has been phenomenal in india almost every major semiconductor player has the design center in india and every design center has grown multiple times in the last 20 years and india centers have become a strategically very, very important for the semiconductor industry. And talking about uh, the talent development uh, committee or the future skills committee that I was part of, there was a huge emphasis in how do we develop talent that is really required by the industry. So when we look at the sheer numbers it's huge. We have more than half a million graduates coming out, but are all of them ready to join the industry immediately? Are are they kind of job ready? That's the question. There is a gap in terms of skill sets, which there are many incentives, initiatives that are taken up to fill the skill set gap. One is, of course, the curriculum changes that the AICTE has uh, uh, taken on, and they have actually come up with, uh, taken the recommendations of the committee and come up with the coursework, and they have actually distributed that to 300 plus engineering colleges, and they are ready to offer a major in VLSI design. This is again a long term, a little bit of a long term approach because it takes about four to five years for the graduates to come out with this curriculum. So for the short term, they we need to have reskilling and upskilling programs that can offer coursework, relevant coursework, with good practical exercises for the students to reskill uh, themselves. And there are in a good amount of progress made in this aspect as well. And there are international universities like Purdue uh, that are also focusing on semiconductor coursework, and there are partnerships created with the government of India. So all of these will definitely coming come together in the next few years, and these are the ones that will make India a semiconductor hub.
0: Right, ma'am. A lot of thoughts to unpack there, uh, but let me take it a little uh... Backwards and ask you about uh, the thing that you mentioned earlier about how uh, talent base, a lot of these companies, uh, India is a R&D hub for a lot of these uh, global companies that have set up here. And you mentioned about how they've been growing. So uh, for these companies, what is the kind of value that is being derived as in what are the kind of operations that India is currently a part of? Uh, And going forward, what do you think are the other operations that can be added um, by making all these efforts to, uh, you know, make a talent better and upskill them and reskill them.
1: I mean, as I mentioned earlier, uh, every major semiconductor industry has a design center in India. Every company has a design center in India. And, you know, although initially, probably 20 years ago, the incentive was more on cost saving, right? They they all looked at the financial advantage and and then came to India. But over the years, the narrative has changed significantly. The talent and and the kind of work that happens in india is almost the same as what happens worldwide so the talent has become hugely important for these companies the the talent availability in india and the ease of doing business the government has been very friendly and the policies have uh, been rolled out to make it very easy for expansion. And there are many incentives like the production linked incentive, design linked incentives, and also made in India incentives that are being offered by the government that have made, uh, you know, doing business very conducive and also easy in India. And these are definitely things that will continue to uh, help India's growth. Again, uh, as I also mentioned earlier, the design sector has seen a lot of growth and stability uh, over the last two decades, whereas on the manufacturing front, which is also a very significant aspect in, in the chip industry, the government also is focusing a lot more on manufacturing to start Uh, manufacturing, that requires a lot of capital as well. I mean, along with the talent, there needs to be capital and the environment, the ecosystem has to be uh, ready to start manufacturing. While the uh, stages in which each of these sectors are different, uh, design is a mature sector, and it will continue to see organic growth, manufacturing is more at the start. And that That's what needs that extra push with these policies and incentives uh, that the government is offering and and the talent requirement is also slightly different while design uh, sector requires relies lot, lot more on engineering graduates the talent requirement for manufacturing starts from technicians operators and all the way up to you know process engineering and others so the right level of coursework is is also in focus uh, There is partnership with many of our premium institutes to provide the coursework and training that is needed uh, by the manufacturing sector. And also we need to create teachers who can provide the uh, training. So training the teachers or training the trainers is also another important aspect. So there are many of these things that have made India uh, kind of a very uh, high
0: potential
1: growth area for this industry. Right.
0: Uh, ma'am, can you tell us a little bit about what is the scope and demand that will be created going forward? Uh, currently, I think there are about 8,000 open position in the semicon sector. So what is the scale of talent requirement that will form, say, in the next five years, given there is emphasis on manufacturing now and design is also developing? Sure. So
1: the one of the first exercises that we did uh, from the Talent Development uh, Committee was to really look at uh, the roadmap uh, for the semiconductor industry in India. Uh, I mean, when I say roadmap, look at year-on-year demand and growth for each of these sectors. And based on that uh, uh, you know, we, we do see within India, we found that in we need about 12 lakh engineers or, or folks, uh, empl- uh, you know, students or operators, technicians, all combined. We need about 12 lakh, you know, people to, to get the semiconductor industry going. And in addition, uh, just in the chip design sector itself, we have around 275k Uh, personnel that are needed. And this will also cover diplomas, undergrads, uh, engineering grads, masters, PhDs, and even postdocs. I mean, that's the level of uh, talent that is needed. And I'm not even talking about the worldwide talent. We see India's talent kind of playing a major role in uh, in I mean, globally, it's not just restricted to India, but India itself with the growth projections and investments that are happening, we are seeing a huge surge in this demand.
0: Uh, ma'am, how exciting is this industry to say a fresher uh, student that is willing to come in? What kind of interest are you seeing uh, from, say, engineering students? Um, is, this, is this something that they look forward to in terms of yeah. their career?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, semiconductor
1: industry for the longest time was not uh, really, did not get its share of limelight or it was not really well understood by many. It was either clubbed under IT or it was kind of reduced to some hardware testing kind of a discipline. Now, with all the focus that we have in India on the semiconductor industry, uh, many students or many people in India are opening their eyes to this industry or the potential that it holds. Again, this is just the start. While we prepare ourselves to this self reliance in chip design and manufacturing, uh, the evangelizing or uh, attracting more and more. Uh, folks into this industry is hugely important. While it's uh, only the start, the journey will continue and we need to evangelize. We need to have role models who have achieved great success in this industry, talking to the students offer and, and explaining to them the offerings that this industry has and also the potential that we carry. I mean, chips have become a major part of our lives and they'll continue uh, to become a bigger part of our lives. They're needed in in every sector. Automation is needed. Technology uh, is, is really, I mean, starting from agriculture to aviation, we need chips. I mean, they can be used to make this, make our lives better. So, I mean, that's the, with that concept, I mean, I think we need to do more to attract more and more students and also popularize uh, the semiconductor industry as their first career choice. So, more work uh, needs to be done. And I'm, I'm seeing a lot of buzz being created but that really needs to translate to that many more students really coming, choosing semiconductor industry as their career.
0: Right, right. Ma'am, you earlier talked about the employ- employability problem, right? Uh, yeah. So what are the short-term measures that can be taken? Uh, the skilling, reskilling, training the trainers. Uh, these This is going to consume some time. So uh, how do we get students ready for a job today? What are the uh, measures that can be taken? So in the next few so years. Right so.
1: now, it's kind of happening
0: organically, mm-hmm.
1: right? I mean, the industries that have invested in India are doing that. Uh, training, right? I mean, we hire students and we spend about uh, six months training them on our requirements, you know, specific requirements. While that is happening organically, I think coming up with these short-term uh, coursework with emphasis on real-life practical uh, exercises, you know, just reading the theory or getting familiarized with, with some key buzzwords is not it. Really understand the concepts and see how these concepts are really used in the industry. I mean, coming up with a test plan for a real life example or or building a five stage pipeline processor uh, as as a a lab exercise is very different from just feeding something on the inputs and, and observing the outputs. I mean, that won't really prepare the students for uh, the industry. so those practical exercises are hugely important and the committee has given a lot of detailed a comprehensive set of coursework along with uh, the practical labs that need to go with it. I think if that can be uh, you know made available to the students, I think that will help the industries as well cut short on the training amount of training or the time that is required to train uh, new college grads
0: right Uh um, ma'am on the committee recommendations that you talked about uh, is what are the uh, steps towards implementation of it uh, what is the kind of government interest that uh, uh, that you have seen i mean i think recently uh, the prime minister introduced uh, talked about introducing 300 uh, Some specialized courses in about 300 colleges across India. So, um, just want to understand what is the translation of these uh, recommendations that you've given. What is the currently? What is the kind of work that is being done by the government? What are the efforts that are being made?
1: That's a very valid question. you know, the Recommendations Committee came up with a comprehensive set of recommendations. And then now there is an Implementation Committee that has been formed uh, with AICTE Chairman uh, leading that. Uh, so, as, as you know and already mentioned, there are 300 colleges that have taken on and they're offering VLSI as a major uh, course, and, and that is incorporated into the curriculum, and uh, the government is extremely proactive i mean that's one thing i'm i'm really uh, you know i'm seeing this as a huge potential for for the growth of the industry uh, the government is very keen on mapping the recommendations to what is being implemented so we are very particular about uh, you know the recommendations being implemented uh, with with the right Uh, emphasis or focus on the courses. So that is uh, something that's happening. And along with that, uh, there are also many premium institutes that are offering courseworks for people, for students who are interested in reskilling and upskilling. And these are uh, also coming from international universities like Purdue and also our own premium institutes like IISC and the IITs
0: right uh ma'am what is the kind of industry collaboration that will be required i mean it's not just the government that has to make an effort it's also the companies that That's are coming you. in right so i mean recently iit bombay and applied materials have sort of collaborated to introduce courses so do you think uh, more of these collaborations will come up going forward what is Absolutely. what is it that companies are seeing
1: yeah in fact uh, this whole thing is is like it can only happen with collaboration from industry, academia, and the government. I mean, no, uh, none of these aspects can really uh, become more practical without uh, the involvement of all three segments like government, industry, and academia. Uh, The industry is definitely very active, uh, like the Talent Development Committee itself had uh, leaders from uh, many of our companies that that have their base here in India, and they were part of the committee, and academia as well was equally represented with uh, IIT Mumbai, IIT Delhi directors being part of the committee. So it's uh, the industry, uh, is of course very interested because that will, this is what will hit their bottom line talent availability or ease of doing business. And along with that, uh, we are also looking at various opportunities that are out there for the industries. I mean, there are, there's a lot of focus on the startup ecosystem. While it's difficult, it's capital incent, intense. Uh, for any uh, new startup to really start something in the semiconductor industry. The government incentives and also potential uh, joint ventures with established companies. Uh, there are opportunities there as well where we can handhold some of the startups and help them achieve success. So it's it's more of a, a you know, there's a huge potential out there to make this a win-win situation for
0: both the Indian ecosystem and for the companies here. Uh, Ma'am, going forward, how do you do this at scale? As in currently what is happening is with with the premium institutes and select places. Uh, So if we truly have to have a huge workforce that is skilled in Semicon industry and functions there, uh, how do you take it to uh, the grassroots? How do you take it to smaller colleges? Uh, What kind of uh, requirement is there?
1: Yeah. No, that's a great question. I mean, we definitely can't leave out tier two, tier three cities uh, and, and just focus on premium institutes or just the top tier uh, cities, right? Uh, we we definitely need to percolate this. And it it has started to happen, uh, especially uh, the recommendations from the committee also focused on a bunch of recommendations uh, to develop the tier two city uh, colleges. I mean, we have suggested a hub and spoke model where one of the premium institutes can really adopt a few other tier two colleges and make sure the implementation of the curriculum is done uh, adequately and and the teachers have good knowledge to impart to the students i mean these are all things that Uh, need to be done uh, where uh, one university or pick a top tier or or a top university in a tier two city and then allow eight or nine other universities to work with them in collaboration and and have checkpoints on based on the students that are graduating or on the quality of the students to see how successful the coursework is and then start tweaking that as, as per requirements. I mean, these are, again, requirements and a lot more work. I mean, a lot of work has been done. A base has been set up, but it really needs to take off in the coming years for us to see a difference. Uh, in the number of students coming out of uh, these universities.
0: Right. Uh, Ma'am, do you think it is difficult uh, when it comes to semiconductor uh, specifically? Say, is it easier to train skill and upskill when it comes to something as uh, broad as IT? uh, And what is your thought on that?
1: Semiconductor design or manufacturing is It's not an easy field. I mean, while it's hugely interesting and then just uh, seeing the usage of of your design or holding a chip that's manufacturing, while that's hugely uh, exciting, it requires effort. I mean, it is a complex uh, industry. The designs are getting even more complex and the capital requirement is big. I mean, you can't really afford to just do a tape out unless you are 100 percent sure that this is the design that has the maximum chances to get into production you really can't just afford a tape out uh, these days so it is an expensive uh, process but again the excitement the usage the applications and and you know the satisfaction that comes with it is huge so uh, you know uh, Whoever is in the semiconductor industry who made a choice are also people who are extremely passionate and love doing what they do. So it's uh, it's more of we need to create more of these passionate engineers as well.
0: Okay. What can we learn from, uh, say, China? Uh, it's a country that we are actively trying to compete with and trying to build. Uh, it's also a country that has a huge talent base. So what are the lessons that we can borrow from there? Uh, What is it that we can take from their playbook and make things better here?
1: Yeah, I mean, China's focus and approach is uh, different from what we are doing in India. While there are a lot of similarities, I would uh, focus more on the advantages that we really have in India, which is our vibrant talent pool and and our english uh, speaking ability right that really is a huge advantage for India. When companies come into India to invest, they're quite pleasantly surprised uh, to see a large pool of talent that can communicate very effectively. And also the uh, government-led initiators or incentives are very conducive to doing business. So we have some distinct advantages in India that we need to focus on. So I'd, I'd leave it at that saying, you know, we need to focus on the advantages that we have and the potential that we carry.
0: Right. Uh, ma'am, lastly, what is it that you'd advise for an engineering student? So anybody that is listening, anybody that wants to, uh, that wants to en- uh, enter the semiconductor industry, what would be the right place to begin? Where is that a student should look towards? Uh, what is the effort that has to go on from the student side?
1: So, as I mentioned earlier, semiconductor, while it's uh, growing, the growth potential is huge. It's also getting more and more complex. So, uh, my advice to the students is, you know, build your passion and, uh, you know, focus on, on the learning and understanding, you know, not just getting the buzzwords onto your resume or keywords onto your resume. Understand the concepts, understand what is needed, what you're doing, and the applications of that. So, get a comprehensive understanding and and there is an opportunity today for you to come into this industry and make a very big difference I mean that's the scale the scale at which we are growing and the uh, scale at which the investments are coming into India India has the huge potential to become a uh, pretty big hub for the semiconductor industry worldwide. So don't miss out on this opportunity. Uh, Become part of this whole excitement that's happening. And then I can guarantee you, if you have your passion and interest in the right place, you will never regret coming into the semiconductor industry. But you That's need to you. be prepared, work hard, put in that effort, uh, you know, keep the passion going and go deeper into understanding your concepts.
0: That's great motivation, ma'am. Uh, great, ma'am. These were the questions we had for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lovely conversation. Thank you, Thank you Thank for your insights. Yeah. Yeah.